Welcome to Living Rural, a podcast on home financing and mortgages for rural living. I'm Michelle Sandin, your host and your Rural First Consumer Lending Officer with Farm Credit Services of America. Let's dive into the world of rural home financing together. One product Rural First strives to showcase is our land loan options. We have the availability to lend on bare land and multi-purpose land, where the options are endless for homeowners. On this episode of Living Rural, I've asked Luke Wallace, land specialist with Whitetail Properties Real Estate, to join us. So welcome, Luke. Thank you. Yeah. Glad to be here. Yeah, glad glad you could come over today. So let's just start out telling our listeners, tell me a little bit about you, kind of what you do, maybe how long you've been with what with Whitetail Properties. Oh, man. I have been, this is year 10 for me Wow. in doing rural real estate. Mm-hmm. Yep. And where are you based out of? Based out of Lincoln, Nebraska. I work southeast Nebraska. We all have our own territories. And so I work that southeast side of Nebraska. Okay. And Whitetail Properties, that, that's kind of uh, all across the United States, correct? Correct. 360 agents in 40 states. Everybody has kind of localized agents within, within their state. Okay. So your, your territory, you said, is southeast Nebraska. Is it kind of by counties or just kind of, or help me understand... You know, how do you, how do you find clients or how do you find real estate to, to sell or kind of what's your, how do you go about finding that? Yeah, ours are, ours are, our territories are, are dictated by counties. Okay. So everybody within our company has a, you know, a, a certain, I would say size or it, it's more based on, I guess, size, you know, the ranches out West, our guys have bigger territories. Mm-hmm. If you're selling 80s and 20s in Southeast Nebraska, you have a smaller territory, less counties. Okay. Um, but it helps us to kind of hyper-focus on one local market versus having to cast a more broad net, I would say. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of partner Rural First with Whitetail on a, on a lot of land loans, you know, that we do. So there's no specific, I mean, you'll do acreages, you'll do bare land, timberland. Kind of tell me, is there a niche that you like to to list or kind of, is it just kind of all open? It's all open. You know, I would say company wide, it's pretty diverse. You know, you do you get the big Sand Hills ranches, mm-hmm. um, you get the the really big ranches in Texas, but you hit Southeast Nebraska, and three hundred twenty acres is a big listing. So it just yeah, it's territory dependent. Okay, that's my next question. Is kind of tell me a little bit about Nebraska. What's the typical you know acreage or land loan that you kind of have in your area? Yeah, in my area, we'll go. 10, 20 acres is kind of your your smallest to where people are looking for a place to build. 80s, 160s are probably average as far as, you know, tillable and recreational pieces. That that was my next question. So you, you kind of see it all, right? Bare land, tillable, CRP, pasture ground, people that are looking to build, kind of just a, a broad spectrum of land, correct? Absolutely. Yep. Yep. So we'll do, we'll do the smaller acreages you know, the, the really rough farms that make really good hunting tracks. And then just uh, with the, the opening of our auction division three years ago, we're doing a lot more auctions. And, you know, the higher end tillable stuff is is now within our forte. Oh, okay. I didn't realize you guys did auctions. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, they opened up that division three years ago. Um, and I, I, there's a time and a place for land auctions. And I, I think with with COVID and the interest rates mm-hmm. and the demand, we were seeing a lot of, uh, a lot of, um, multiple offer situations. Mm-hmm. And so that, that kind of just is in, indicative of these properties need to go to auction and tillable farms. 
Nebraska, I, I can I can speak for Nebraska. You know, we're we're definitely in that market to where buyers are more comfortable buying a tillable farm at an auction, and you can you can you can put a price tag on it and list it. But I think you're right in the market that we're in right now. You're you you may end up selling it short. Do you do a lot of online auctions, or is it kind of an in person? Uh auction date if you might say uh we do it all uh so you can you can do a, you can do a hybrid you can do where it's live with an online backing you know on online only and sealed bid tell me a little bit about do you have land that kind of has waterfowl or you know any type of livestock animal on it or do you guys specialize in, in anything of that nature we do we do and that's where nebraska is kind of is definitely one of the more diverse states to where the tag system, you know, as far as deer, a, a, a landowner, um, you know, non-resident landowners, you know, are, are guaranteed tags for, you know, X, Y, and Z. We've got, we're in the heart of the central flyway. So it's a, it's a destination for a lot of the, the big time waterfowlers. Yeah. More so Western Nebraska for that, but the Platte River running through, you know, it's, it's a, it's a huge attraction. And, you know, you couple that with the, the the tag the big game tag system as far as deer and turkey, you know it's it's appealing for 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 a lot of non residents as as well as our residents. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, do you have a lot of people from out of states looking for you know the hunting ground or or things like that that kind of come in and and purchase land to vacation on kind of or we we do um, more the more I would say more the recreational. We are seeing some investors right now picking up tillable farms just because our irrigated farms, we don't, you know, there's only restrictions in certain areas in Nebraska. So with as dry as it's been, you know, that irrigation is kind of key. And and just knowing that we don't have restrictions on how much water they can put on a crop, Mm -hmm. those farms have have started to become more and more appealing. Mm -hmm. So tell me, how do you kind of seek out your landowners or your sellers that are looking to, um, you know, sell some land? Quite a bit of word of mouth. Okay. Boy, you know, and and just every advertising avenue that we can find, print advertising, radio. We run, you know, our local guys run radio ads, newspapers, and uh, corporate. We we do have a TV show that airs on the Sportsman Channel. So oh, okay. You know, kind of cover as many aspects of the avenues of marketing that, that we can. Mm-hmm. And like you said, just kind of getting out of there, word of mouth, uh, relationship building. Correct. Know, yep. yep. Kind of yep. like us loan officers, it's just where, where can we go and where can we be seen? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you don't really have an acre limit size, right? You'll kind of go, I mean, it could be a 10 acre parcel clear up to, I mean, no, no limit. Yeah. Yep. Correct. Correct. Yeah. We don't, I don't say we we don't do houses, but houses are not my forte. They're not my level of expertise is is rather minimal on those. So I will I I have some residential agents that I know, like and trust, and and we bring them on those bring them in on those deals so that we can serve our clients the best. Correct. I think a couple of whitetail properties dealings that I have done is. Is yeah, maybe it's been a forty-acre parcel that uh, someday they're looking to build a home. And obviously, rural first. One of our niche products is our construction product with that one-time close. So that's usually it seems like where I've kind of had uh, my deals is they're purchasing that forty or you know eighty acres with one day wanting to build a, a new home. Or I've actually had some kind of wanting to build um, maybe a second home or that little cabin, you know, to kind of rent out or 
come and hunt and and uh, have that cabin or that second home. So, yeah, yeah. And Rural First, I, I'm trying to think of when when that relationship between Whitetail and Rural First started. I would say it was probably in 2020, a couple, two, yeah. three years ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. because before that, it was it was a struggle to get lending on recreational property. Mm-hmm. So if if your ag lender at your bank, you know, wasn't on board or didn't have the comfort level with recreational pieces and, you know, the, the transitional to where, you know, you do have that 40, mm-hmm. um, rural first coming in and, and, you know, offering that was, was integral in our businesses. Mm-hmm. And I think I would agree. I mean, we partnered with rural first in 2018 and then partnered kind of, a, or had that relationship with whitetail here in I think 2020 or, you know, a couple, two, three years ago. And I think we've just seen it probably especially with COVID is, you know, people people just kind of wanted out of the city and, and whether they're building or they just kind of wanted that that bare land or that hunting ground to kind of just go and, and get out and enjoy the, the country living really took a, a huge impact, I think, on 2020 and, and since then. Yeah, I mean, that year, I guess I can remember when, whatever, that, that March that, mm-hmm. that it kicked off, we really didn't know where it was going and... We were kind of hunkering down, looking at pretty grim times, but it it turned out to just be absolutely insane. And it hasn't stopped. It hasn't stopped. Mm-mm. No, no. Um, the I and I guess I I think the thinking of the market in a whole, I don't think we've got the inventory yet mm-hmm. to really see any decline in prices. Mm-hmm. And people are still under the impression that you know buy now with the high interest rates and then refinance later. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I've talked about it on previous podcasts that I've done is, yeah, rates are up a little bit, um, obviously way more compared to when they were, you know, a couple, two or three years ago, but they're still good. The huge thing with Rural First is our conversion product where we can, you know, do that rate conversion for as little as $500. And that's, that's huge when it's kind of like, I just as well do it. I just will buy the land or build the home because we know someday rates are going to come back down. And then we just look to, to convert that interest rate. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. you know, in the grand scheme of things, ground prices aren't going to go down. No. You know, they'll, 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 they'll dip a little bit and, mm-hmm. um, you know, barring any catastrophic factors, mm-hmm. they're going to continue on an upward trend. Mm-hmm. And so it is, you know, that's, and that's huge to, to not have to, you know, do a full refi mm-hmm. uh, with you guys. Yeah. Yep. So Luke, tell me a little bit about, I guess, how you kind of got started with, with Whitetail Properties and what kind of led you to, to want to go down this path of, of a career. All right. So I was actually, I, I was applying for PA school mm-hmm. and I was, I was working an overseas contract at the time. And my wife had got done with her graduate level stuff and she was gainfully employed and, and now making money. And so I kind of thought, you know, well, I, I don't have to do the contract thing anymore, so I, I should find something else to do, at least for a year, because um, I applied for PA school, didn't get in, and I figured, you know, I'll, I'll do something else for a year and, huh. and um, you know, come back and apply for PA school and go back to school and, you know, life will continue on the trend that we thought it was going to continue right. on. And and so I, I was overseas at the time and, and just shooting my resume off to, to everybody and I got on monster.com and I saw, you know, something with, you know, working in the hunting industry. I'm like, yeah, that sounds, kind of sounds like something I'd like to do. And shot him a resume and, and one of the, he's 
he's an owner of the company at this, you know, right. Well, I guess wasn't at the time too, but back then it, it was, it was very small mm-hmm. and they did all the interviews and, and all the hiring. And, and so he sends me an email and he's like, yeah, hey, you know, we'd really like to interview you. And so I, when I got home, we got on a phone interview and they said, yeah, you know, and really like to come out and interview in person. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay. And, you know, this is, was going good. And so I, I sat down with, you know, three owners of the company in in little office getting interviewed and and one of them had my resume sitting there and he said, Man, he said, You drove a long way and and you know, you know one of our requirements was three years of sales experience. And I said, Yeah, I I do not have that. Uh-huh. I've never sold a thing in my life. <laughs> and he kind of looked up at me and he's Well, at least you're honest, so we like you. We'd like to hire you. I'm like, oh crap. Right. All right. So, you know, go get my real estate license and, and start with them a couple months later and and just went well enough that never really pursued going back to PA school. Wow. Do you know how long Whitetail Properties has been around? Founded in two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Yeah. Okay. And I think late late two thousand seven and then they, they really got off the blocks in in oh eight. And I think earlier, like you said, when you started, did you tell me there was like 50? 54 agents. And today there's? 300 and I think 60. Wow. And that's all across the U.S.? All across the U.S. Yeah, 54 agents. I think we were only in, when I started in 13, we were only in six or seven states. Wow. And yeah, it just it, it just grew. Mm-hmm. But the growth happened with with the territory model and, and all that. You know, you have to pick the right people. There's a lot of companies, and, and I'm not talking trash about any other companies, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of people that would just flood the market with agents. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for, for those people to have a sustainable living in a down market when, you know, they don't have anything that's protected to where, you know, they can, they're, they're you know, I, I guess they have their own market share within that company. Right. Similar round to to Rural First, you know, how we're continuing to grow, I think, with with the market and and just getting across the U.S. You know, we've extended into other states now, and it's, it's, um, you've got to have good salespeople, um, people that enjoy their job, and and same thing with Whitetail Properties. Yeah. Yeah. And our, you know, even in Nebraska, you know, our our territory is only overlapped by a little bit. So Mm -hmm. you, you know, you know that person, Mm -hmm. you know, you know the person that's doing the lending, you know, the agent that, it's bringing you, the, um, you know, I guess bringing you the, the clients. So mm-hmm. it helps to have that that one point of contact that is, you know, within that territory. Right. Do you have any certain uh, stories or kind of closings or relationships that you've done that you kind of want to share? Any uh, cool transactions that you've had with Rural First? Oh man, yeah. There, uh, I guess having that one point of contact. Mm-hmm. I, I work with Sarah, mm-hmm. you know, hand in hand, you know, on a lot of stuff and. You know, we've had a few that that we thought were just, you know, you, you, you get them to the closing table and, and you think they're just going to be a chip shot. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, we can close this in two weeks. And mm-hmm. and here we are four months later, right. you know, pushing it across. And mm-hmm. it, uh, yeah, and I, I don't know if it's the market or what, but we've definitely seen, we've seen them go under contract a lot faster or as fast as we have seen in the last couple of years. But it just takes a lot more to hold them together at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a little, I don't know what, if if all the easy ones happened during COVID, but right. now, you know, now we have some that are, that, that take a little bit more work. Mm-hmm. But, you know, working with, with great people at Roll First is, 
Paul was helpful. Yep. And you're refer- referencing Sarah Sabatka. She's over in uh, southeast Nebraska, too. So she has quite a big territory over there and, and does, I know, a lot with Whitetail Properties and, and has some good transactions. So Yeah, for sure. How long have you been with Rural First? So I've been with Farm Credit Services of America eight years, always in the consumer lending product, you know, sales. But when we partnered with Rural First there in 2018, that's when, how long I've been here. So prior to that, had 15 years of consumer market. In the lending, almost 25 years. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's about so you, all I you've know. seen some trends. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And I can remember getting into this when I would refinance people off, you know, 18, 20%. So we're not there. I've seen it that high. I don't know if we'll ever go that high again. You know, I don't have the, the magical crystal ball, but, you know, today we're at, you know, seven, you know, seven, seven and a half. And, and honestly, that's, that's still an okay rate. Isn't the, the 50 year average like in that yeah. six, six to eight? Yes, it is. Yep. So yeah, not terrible. No, it's not. Scheme of things. No, it's not. And like I said, with our, with our rate conversion, that's huge. You know, we don't yeah. have the full three, four, five thousand in closing costs. It's it's that flat rate fee. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think people just got used to. You know, it's not two and three percent. You know, no. you, you see the, you see the golden egg a couple of years ago, but right, that's not where it's at now. No, no, and I don't know that it needs to be. <laughs> no, I, I think I, I don't know that that may have done a little bit more harm than good. Mm-hmm. In Correct. the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. But time will tell. What do you see in southeast Nebraska? And, and I don't know if you can talk much about it, but as far as, you know, dollar per acre, and it probably obviously kind of depends on your tillable or, you know, kind of what's on that property. But do you have any insight kind of on on the, the dollar per acre that you see over there in Nebraska? Consistently inconsistent. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just... <laughs> Some of that stuff, you know, there's, I guess there's a lot of factors mm-hmm. in there, but Lincoln and Omaha mm-hmm. are obviously two very big buyer populace. Mm-hmm. And you find something in the middle there, prices drive up, get something a little bit further out and it's more, I, I don't want to say reasonable, but, it, you know, more predictable. Right. Um, tillable. You know, pockets, there. there's pockets with, you know, lots of competition. There's pockets with, you know, a lot of loyalty. There's pockets with, um, you know, just, you know, trying to get as many bids as you can. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's kind of all across the board. But we, we don't have, I, I would say, you know, the, the tillable and, and the rough farms are probably the, the two biggest markets right now. We, there's not a lot of pasture, not a lot of grass. Right. Um, so if you can find if you can find that, you know, it's generally at a premium. And acreage wise, you know, we we see some stuff around, you know, around in that Lancaster County area that, you know, that's still going for crazy dollars. But mm-hmm. you know, it's been going for crazy dollars. So the crazy might just be still crazy the market <laughs> yeah yeah and like you said i think loyalty is a huge thing is you know the neighbors and you know if they really want that ground or if it's surrounded by a family farm or something like that there's just a lot that goes into into purchasing ground there, there is and you know it, it's there's something to be said for that too it, mm-hmm. it's you know we're we're still a you know pretty tight-knit you know you're working in really tight-knit communities to where mm-hmm. if if that tenant's bidded on the farm 
everybody else kind of holds off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once, once their, you know, their bids go out, you know, or they reach their max dollar, then you'll see other people jump in. But, and that's the, the good and the bad of having a, a national advertising platform is, mm-hmm. you know, you can get some outside factors in there to, to, to bring more bids and create more competition. Unfortunately, sometimes that, that bids the tenant out of it, but right. You know, we're working for the sellers in that situation and mm-hmm. need give them the, the best dollar for their, for their ground. Mm-hmm. So is there anything else you'd like to share today, Luke? It's hunting season. So <laughs> yeah, it's hunting season. Yeah. <laughs> do you hunt? I do. What do you hunt? Everything. Everything. Yep. Deer, ducks, turkeys. Yeah. Just got back from a week long elk hunt. Oh, where'd you Colorado. go? Western Colorado. Oh, nice. Yep. Did you get one? No. Oh. My, uh, my truck broke down going into the, yeah, the the worst the three worst miles of road that we were gonna hit on that trip. Oh no! And some exhaust sensor tripped out in my truck, and it went into limp mode. And it was, it was on Saturday, and yeah. So we unhooked the trailer and downloaded the stuff, and took my truck out to a road where it could get towed. And we're like, well, we'll deal with it on Monday. There you go. Monday we took it to town, rented a car, drove back, put the truck in the shop. And- <laughs> Always an experience. Oh, it's just it's it's always fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we saw elk, but they were they were wicked high, and us flatlanders couldn't get to them. Yeah. Without oxygen and <laughs> ropes, and so we're we kind of we struck out there, but we had a great time. Good. It's yeah. always fun to get away and, and do something fun like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Well, thanks for coming today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. So Rural First and Farm Credit Services of America specialize in financing on our ag land. Whether it's bear land, hunting land, or land to build on, we are your most valued agricultural lender. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Living Rural. I hope you have found value in the information we have shared from our whitetail property specialists. We release new episodes each week and look forward to seeing you next time. Rural First is a trade name and exclusive trademark of Farm Credit Mid-America, NMLS 407249. Rural First is available to consumers within the territories of participating Farm Credit System Associations, including Farm Credit Services of America, NMLS 579135, and Frontier Farm Credit, NMLS 628123. Equal housing lender, all loans subject to credit approval and eligibility. Conversion fee of $500 applies. Fees subject to change without notice.